Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Unfiltered Farm Wives podcast. I'm Kelly McCormick. Joined by Carolyn Reed. <laughs> I always hesitate every time. Well, you have to pick which one you're going to use every time. Who are you today, Sybil? Who are you today? <laughs> you know what? That's not far from the truth nowadays for me. <laughs> no, I worked with a guy at John Deere that he, I, I'm not going to lie, I've used that line a thousand times. And he, a guy that I worked with at John Deere, said that to me one morning when I came in angry or bitter or something. He goes, and who are we today, Sybil? And I'm like, I just died laughing because I, 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 if you don't like, if 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 you're listening and you don't get the Sybil reference, it was the first documented case of somebody with multiple personalities, and and her name was Sybil, and so or at least in the book, that's what they called her, Sybil. And, and so they I'll, did a movie because it yes, had a, Sally Field, yeah. yes, because yep, I watched the movie about it too. Yes, yeah. and I actually saw an interview with Sally Field <laughs> where she talked about the only reason she did the movie Smokey and the Bandits is because she had just done. Sybil and she was so what's the word I'm just gonna say ugly ugly in the movie they made her so ugly in the in the movie Sybil that I mean it was kind of her breakthrough role where she first started getting noticed in Hollywood and other directors she would go and audition for other films or whatever and they were like she's got some acting chops but man was she she's not the she's not the looker we're looking for for this next role and so she knew she had to do a role where it kind of put her as a more feminine lead mm-hmm. and everything. And so she's like, that's why I did Smokey and the Bandit is because it, it put me in Hollywood. It made Hollywood see me as a, uh, you know, not, I'm going to say hot or more of a feminine role. I, thought, I always thought sex that was symbol. super, yes, sex symbol. I'm like, I always, would, they, would he call her frog or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, was her nickname? It, but oh, yeah. I did not know that, so. Yeah, that's a good fun fact. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Call me Cliff Clavin. I'm full of a useless knowledge. <laughs> There's a movie that Tony and I have watched, and they make a reference to Sybil, and I laughed. And Tony's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And I was like, "Haven't you ever seen the movie Sybil?" And he was like, "No." So I like had to explain it to him, and then like he was like, "Oh, yeah." Now I get the joke. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, but it was I... like talking about someone who was split personality. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Sybil, who know. are we today? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Someone, have you ever taken your Enneagram test? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, multiple times, multiple <laughs> times. Does it change for you? Are you always nope. the same? I'm always the same. Really? So someone actually just the other day at work, someone had put in the Slack channel. They're like, just for funsies, what is everybody's Enneagram number? And I put in there, I, I, I said, I won't take the test. I like to pick my personality every day. Who are we going to be today? And she's like, oh my gosh, I love that. I'm like, I don't like being a foregone conclusion. I want to make you guess. Oh, I, find, I think I could probably hazard a guess which number you would get. And I can assure you, if you've ever taken the Enneagram test, you'll easily be able to guess what my numbers are so I don't know which which I don't even know what they all are when people are like I'm such a three I'm like okay whatever that means so I took it It was probably five years ago when I took it and like I read through which each of the numbers were what they meant or whatever like that and now it's to the point it's been so long but I do know what my number is and like where it where it pigeonholes me yeah and it's not inaccurate (laughs) (laughs) But I also believe that you shouldn't be pigeonholed by a test. And if I want to be a five today, I'm going to be a five. And if I want to be a nine, I'll be a nine. That's right. Come on. Anything I want to be. She's on the Sybil bandwagon. Feminists unite. We can be whatever we want to be. Today I'm a two. I'm flaky. Right. I don't know. And I don't even know what a two would be or whatever. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been a hot minute since we've done this. Yeah, it has. We're finally, I shouldn't say finally caught up because we're never caught up no. ever. But I, we're finally over the holiday hustle. So. We're back into a routine, mm-hmm. I think is an accurate way of saying that. I think any mother would agree. While we love the kids being home for the holidays and all the special things you do with the holidays, there's something really good about, okay, everybody's back to school. We're back in our routine. Yeah. We can get back in a rhythm where instead of staying up until midnight one night and 8 p.m. the next night, you know, this is our bedtime. This is 
we're doing things on a routine again. Yes. Kind of get our bodies normal. Yes. Yes. But along with that too, January, February, and March, February, I didn't say that right. And March for you and I are crazy sports seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to compare it to like hell week. Yes. <laughs> if you're in the field, <laughs> it's hell week, but it lasts for months and months yes. and months. <clears throat> yes. 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 Yeah. I was just reminding myself. It's, it's a short period of time. We'll make it through. And then once we get through, we're in freedom land. <laughs> <laughs> and we can pause and take a breath before we do it all over again. Yeah. I, I love it. Like, I love watching the kids playing sports and, and everything. But it's juggling the schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick just told me the other day, he was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Louisville to the farm show. And I'm like, you are? <laughs> Like, well, we talked about this, and he's like, what? And I said, well, Colby has a volleyball tournament on Saturday, and Max has a basketball tournament out of town. And so I'll be with Colby in, you know, wherever. And so, and he's like, oh. <laughs> I said, you're going to have to come home Friday night. He's like, oh. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. So we also have a volleyball tournament that weekend. Yep. And I was just like, how can I juggle this? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> it's one of those where I, luckily, I have a wonderful village and I could easily just be like, you're going with this person. But it's also one of those, I don't want to miss it either. Yeah. You know, I want to be there for them because I just saw a video the other day, you know, how important it is for them to look and see a mom or a dad in the stands for them. You yes. Know? So. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. But yeah, so, so the juggling act continues. <laughs> which balls are we catching and which ones are we dropping? We don't know. Oh, it, I call it kicking five balls up a hill. I'm going to mm-hmm. kick, today's kicking five balls up a hill. Which one's going to make it to the top today? Well, everybody got to their practices, but the breakfast dishes are still on the countertop. No laundry got done. And did anybody feed the dogs? Anybody? Anybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so luckily for me, like I'm home throughout the day or whatever but I had just seen a post on Facebook and it was somebody talking about like before you go to bed at night do you close your kitchen or do you just leave it a mess and ideally I would love to go to bed and my kitchen is spick and span and whatever but like during this time when we don't get home from a ball game till nine o'clock at night and then we're getting kids through the showers and everything like that my kitchen's a disaster yeah complete disaster and I'm like that's something I can attend to tomorrow because I got to take care of everything here yes you know yes that's on my schedule for tomorrow I don't like to do anything on Sunday I really really try because six days a week like life is chaos Sunday I really really try to do what the Lord tells me and relax and not clean do laundry my goal is to have that all done by saturday night so sunday is just going to church and then what food are we eating all day type thing but tomorrow i looked at the schedule this week and i've got this kid going to this school for a basketball game and this kid going to this school for a basketball game you know at center and so i'm like okay on sunday the food's getting prepped it's Mm -hmm. getting prepped Stuff that can go in the crock pot in the morning. So no matter if this child's eating at 4.30 before they have to leave for this, and this child's eating at 9.30 when they get home from this game, there's something in the crock pot to be Mm -hmm. eaten. And that's just, it's going to happen tomorrow (laughs) for my sanity. That's also one of those things, like, I feel like you can be super prepped. And a lot of people would be like, oh, just swing through a drive-thru on your way home or whatever. And while, yes, Uh, absolutely do we do that sometimes on the flip side sometimes by the time you get done with that game you're just like i'm ready to get home home. i don't want to go through a drive-through and deal with the hassle of shuffling things or go stop somewhere to eat i just want to get home and so it's really nice like you said because different nights you know some kids get come home off the bus some are at practices some are already gone at games if I've got it in the crock pot ready to go, then the first group can eat, second group, th- whatever. Yeah. We can eat in shifts as people walk in the door. So yeah. it's really nice. Yeah. I was actually really prepared Thursday night. Colby had a game and it was straight after school. And I got up and I put a roast in the crock pot and I was like, okay, this is going to be done, you know, et cetera, for when we get home. And then I got to the game and Nick was like, no, 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 we're going to the bar for pizza with these other families. We made, we, we decided on it last night and nobody had told me and I was like this is the night I have supper prepared <laughs> and so when we got home we went ahead and went for beer and pizza etc and when I got home then I said to Nick I'm like man I've got this roast done I just put the crock pot on warm and the next morning for breakfast we had roast for breakfast 
and it was the best ever. Best breakfast <laughs> best ever. Breakfast ever. I was like, you know, I may be onto something there, putting in a roast when I go to bed so that we can have roast in the morning for breakfast. I don't ever do that because my family is not big breakfast eaters, but I will occasionally. Like if I'm going to bed at like midnight, I'll throw something in the crock pot and then it's ready for lunch, yeah. ready for lunch. And then I'm like, well, I don't have to get lunch ready now because we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Being a mother is all about planning ahead and figuring it, being 10 steps ahead of everything. It is. Trying to shuffle everything. It's like Tetris. It's like, <laughs> like you're trying to put all these pieces into a certain I really way. I love Tetris too, <laughs> but I don't know that I love this. <laughs> All the time. So this whole, this constant, how can I fit this piece here and this piece here and yes. make a row and make something disappear? Yes, yes, yes. I think I'm looking forward to the day. I, I'm going to miss these days. I really am. But I do truly hope that both of my kids, when they settle down, get married and have kids, that they live close by. And there's several families, as you know, in our district that it's like if, if the child's playing basketball, both sets of grandparents are there at every single game. And I'm like, how lovely is that to just show up at the game when the game begins and watch and cheer and go home you know like and you don't have to worry about the uniform being clean and getting there 45 minutes to an hour early and bus times or you know Mm -hmm. all of that I'm like wow I'm like I'm 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 looking forward to that I'm gonna be a wonderful (laughs) grandparent me too (laughs) me too yeah yeah so I'm I'm just ready to kind of settle into the chaos and then look forward to the unchaos. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I have a special treat for you tonight. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Don't, maybe I'm over, I don't want to oversell it or whatever. So my, one of my favorite things to watch on TikTok, I can just go down this rabbit hole for like an hour, is the Reddit posts the you know what i'm talking about so is it the actual because i think there's an actual tiktok reddit page but then there's also the guy who does the am i am i the asshole where he reads the stories off reddit and i've watched both yeah there's like 10 different accounts that all they do is go and find crazy stories off of reddit and then repost them and i (laughs) My life is so normal compared to some of these people. Like, I always, as I'm watching, as I'm listening to them, watching them, whatever you want to say, I'm always like, is this real? Yeah. Like, or is this like a made up thing they put out there? And I'm sure it's the internet. It's not all real. But there's always that question. Is that a real story? Yeah. Like, oh my God. I know. <laughs> right. Right. So I, I, I came across one the uh, recently and I was like, this is going to be a great podcast episode. It's not too risque, but <clears throat> it's still really, it, I, I had to watch the whole thing. And so the guy asks men of Reddit, what was something you didn't know about women till you got with one? Oh my God. <laughs> can only fathom the answer. And so, and the best answers are to follow. And so I'm going to read some of them and then we're going to true false it completely. Like say if this is true about women. Yes. Okay. Or about men in men, about men and women. Like, is it true that women do this? Is it true that men like didn't realize it? Okay. So okay. here's the first one. Okay. That men did not realize about women. This one's not too weird, but that when cuddling, they would radiate so much heat that I begin to sweat while they are so cold, they have three blankets on. This is, I don't know if they didn't realize it, but it is 100% true for my family. Absolutely true on mine, too. Like, Nick is like... and we we have like a down comforter and he's like I can turn over to your side of the bed and before I even get to your side of the bed where you are the heat just starts <laughs> like it's like a ramp up of an extra 10 degrees as I migrate over to your <laughs> side of the bed and he's like and yet and yet when you like will move your feet up against my legs you have icicles for toes <laughs> So, t- Tony and I don't hardly ever cuddle. We're just not the cuddly type. But it never fails. Like, we will go to bed, and he's like, is it is it hot in here? Like, I'm hot. And, like, there he is, like, ripping covers off or whatever. And I'm over there, literally, and pants, like, 
super high, fluffy socks, sweatshirt. I have my robe on and I'm under three blankets. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm freezing over here. Right. And he's like, you're really not that cold. And so then I always reach out my hand and touch his face. And he's like, why are you so cold? And I'm like, I have no idea. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, no, and my feet are the same way too. Oh my yeah. gosh! And I'm always like, I know you're gonna hate this, but I'm gonna snake my foot over there <laughs> because I'm cold. I just want to warm it up <laughs> against your skin. Yeah, and Nick will say, Kelly, it's called circulation. Get some, good lord. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I'm always freezing. Always. always, I I have an electric blanket on our bed, and I heat up. I don't keep it on all night because I will wake up at one or two in the morning just like too hot and mm-hmm. it's woken me up same but i will turn it on before i like a half hour or so before we get into bed just to warm up my side and still my fingers and my toes are freezing at all times if i like the other night we went to the game and like i didn't bring my coat with me so i just had like a sweatshirt or whatever and so by the time we left the game got home i was freezing absolutely freezing and i was putting every layer i could on yeah absolutely and then i laid there for like two hours and then i got hot (laughs) and like (laughs) at two o'clock in the morning like by that point i had stripped down to like a t-shirt or whatever and i was drenched in sweat (laughs) i was like (laughs) tony's like what is wrong with you and i was like it's called being a woman and i was like and you have no idea you're you're either freezing or you're dying of a heat stroke yeah there's no in between yeah i'll never forget the when i was pregnant with Colby I had gotten into bed and I was reading or whatever and Nick came and got into bed and he pulled back his side of the covers got in and then like two seconds later he's like I can't I can't sleep in here tonight. <laughs> he's like you are like a furnace over there you're he's like the heat coming off of you is like 10 times worse when you're pregnant versus just even when you're like normal it's just because we're so hot we are hot we are so so hot, hot. so yeah I would say that one I mean it's a hundred percent true and i feel like like it's been through the grapevine enough that they probably know yeah yeah maybe you don't know how much but (laughs) (laughs) you've heard the stories (laughs) i get it i get it okay next one they shed like german shepherds (laughs) absolutely (laughs) i don't even need to hear the rest of the sentence 100 percent truth they they shed like German shepherds and stick clumps of hair to the wall in the shower. Oh no, I don't do that. I don't do that either. I don't that's do gross. That no, that's gross. I don't do that. No, yeah. I shed worse than like it's a joke in my house. My kids are always like, We don't even know how you have hair left, Mom. Like yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, once again, like going back to pregnancy, when uh-huh. after you have the baby, I can remember Nick like running his fingers through my hair and coming out with a clump and he's like, it's like, it's like you've been on chemotherapy, you know, mm-hmm. just the hormone change after pregnancy. Yeah. But yeah, I shed. Well, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> horrific in my household. <laughs> the best is like Tony and I will be laying in bed talking or whatever and all of a sudden he'll like reach and he'll have like a long strand yes. of my hair and his beard <laughs> yes. and he's like what the heck and I was like I'm just claiming my territory being like he's mine ladies he's got my hair and his beard but we'd make a joke about it but yeah no my hair falls out like crazy and yeah one of the this is both so satisfying and so disgusting so you know how in our house you're going back to the math master bathroom mm-hmm. and there's that vanity in the hallway going back to the bathroom and for like the woman to do her hair and makeup mm-hmm. and everything and so if you if if you're listening if you can imagine like a hotel there's the vanity that's outside of the mm-hmm. bathroom and so that's where I do my hair and when I go to vacuum my master bedroom and I vacuum that area. The entire canister is like filled with hair. Mm-hmm. I and it, I'm always like, this is so gross, and yet it's so satisfying. It's, I was gonna say, it's so satisfying <laughs> to get it out of there, though, too. And I have to. I mean, this is like a weekly thing, and I don't even know how my hair like regenerates that much. But I mean, the canister is just full of hair, and I always have to take the hose and go around the corners of that mm-hmm. area because, yeah, it just oh. So we have Tucker, our dog, in the house, and so like I vacuum every day and I mop every single mm-hmm. day because he sheds, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it always cracks me up. Like after I vacuum, I'm like, it's a fifty-fifty whether that's my hair or Tucker's <laughs> hair in there, like. It's it's a toss up who has more hair that I vacuum up. 
<laughs> I get mine thinned out every six weeks. My hair is so thick. Because if I don't, it just takes me like 45 minutes to dry it in the morning. Really? Yeah. I, oh, my gosh. I used to do the hair thinning when I was younger, and I don't anymore. Yeah. But maybe I should. <laughs> well, a lot of it, too, is you have longer hair. Mm-hmm. I think you can get away with, like, versus mine being short. I look like... <laughs> my hair is so thick and coarse it's like if I didn't thin it out and if I didn't put tons of product in and if I walked out on a humid day I'm the freaking lion king it's like <laughs> wow have you ever seen those tiktok videos where they're like do you have naturally curly hair or not or whatever and they're like so if you take a shower and you just let your hair naturally dry it looks like this and so then they give you all these tips how to have these natural beautiful curls yeah and i'm like i could totally do that if i had five hours every time and i'm like i don't have time for that they're beautiful they're like oh my my hair used to look like this and then i started doing plopping and all this stuff and now i have these gorgeous curls and then their next video shows them doing it and i'm like I don't have time for that. I don't. That's have why time I wear that. mine straight. Mine is naturally curly, and I don't have time See, to same. do the maintenance to keep it pretty curly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. I blow dry it straight and run a hot iron through it because I don't have time for that. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I take my shower whenever it is, and I will just let it air dry, and then I throw it up in my head in a messy bun or I braid it. Yeah. But if I'm gonna straighten it whatever i will blow dry it and straighten it but at the same time that still doing that takes me way less time than what i'm supposed to do yeah. for these beautiful curls yes maybe whenever i'm old i'll do it and i'll have beautiful <laughs> curly hair and then we'll go to the basketball game and watch our grandkids <laughs> yeah exactly and they'll be like who are those hot grandmas <laughs> but yeah there's no time for that right now <laughs> okay this one <laughs> this one's a little this guy says vaginas are acidic to the point that it fucks up their underwear (laughs) i did not think you were gonna say that (laughs) that's also true (laughs) let's just be honest here we're all adults here hopefully hopefully we're all adults here yeah there's a lot going on down there. There's a lot going a lot. on down there. Even when you don't think there's a lot going mm-hmm. on down there, there's a lot going on down there. So yeah, hundred percent. Like the eighth wonder of the world and the between the hormones and mm-hmm. all of that. Yes, I think one of the things like, and maybe it gets more attention now, but people don't understand. I don't think people still understand the hormones that are raging through a woman's body and how they fluctuate even day to day yeah. and week to week and the havoc that wreaks on your body. <laughs> like, like my favorite is there's a meme out there somewhere and it was like, I like to keep my body, you know, is it going to be a 5,000 calorie day or a 500 calorie day? Huh. But part of that is because of our hormones. Yes. Like one day I can eat every single thing that comes in this house and I'm st- starving yes and then the next day i'm like "Mm, i'm gonna have a cheese stick for supper and that's gonna be it like it and it's your hormones fluctuating your appetite 100 percent. yes yes and i don't know if this is true or not i saw some instagram post or whatever where they were talking about biologically the differences between men and women and and it was a post about how women you know how their bodies physically take stress differently than a men and so you know it, 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 what it was coming down to was like women and work and how it affects them in a stressful environment versus men men are made to handle that stress physically more than women and all that but one of the one of the things in the post said that <laughs> men's bodies operate on a 24-hour hormone schedule and women's bodies operate on a 28-day hormone cycle. Mm-hmm. And then they were talking, and it, somehow it contributed to how they handled the stress differently physically. But I, that's pretty much the only nugget I remember. I probably <laughs> saved the post because I thought it was interesting, but I, but that's the thing that stuck out. A little yeah. confirmation bias, right? Yeah, there. You're like, yeah. yeah. This converts. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So I actually watched one, and it was talking about the difference between men and women and how much sleep they need. Yeah. And so... I can't remember what hormone it is that your body produces in order for you to deal with stress, but men will produce that all all day long Yeah, where women have to sleep in order to produce that. And so they're like, men can 
function on six hours sleep. Women need eight plus hours sleep because their body has to have that time to create that hormone so they can do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, and yet here we are, we're functioning on like three hours sleep and yes. they're over there still sleeping. <laughs> or at least in my household. I don't know about anybody else's. But. I just figure I should start like claiming that and owning it. Like whenever Nick's like, can you take care of this? I'll be like, I, I physically cannot handle mm-hmm. the stress that goes with that. <laughs> my body is not producing the right yes. amount it needs and I need to stop. I only got five hours of sleep last night, which means physically I am not at my optimal state exactly. to be able to handle the stressful situation that you are putting on I me right now. People, <laughs> I think it was like, I don't know. I did a deep dive into sleeping and how important it is for your body, blah, blah, blah. I don't think people appreciate how important sleep is for your body as far as functioning, even whether you, how you handle stress, your memory function, what you eat, losing weight, your metabolism, all of that. It's so super duper important. And yet I still stay up until like one o'clock in the morning reading books and wake (laughs) up at 6am to do my, take care of my kids. And I'm like, what am I doing? That's actually been one of my new year's goals was to really prioritize getting good night's sleep. I didn't tell anybody, but I am so freaking productive when I've had eight or nine hours sleep and it's just like mental clarity and just checking shit off the Mm -hmm. list. And when I'm only getting six hours or five hours of sleep Mm -hmm. or whatever, I'm in a fog. I'm looking for the caffeine, you know, jump, et cetera. I always crave carbs when I'm overtired. Absolutely. Because I think that's going to fix me somehow, (laughs) make me less tired. And logically, I know carbs are the worst thing. If you're tired, they just make you more tired yeah yeah it spikes your energy for 10 minutes and then you're just back to the starting point so one of my new year's resolutions goals whatever you want to call it is throughout the week i want to make sure i am in bed laying down settled by 10 p.m every night whereas before like i'm like oh i need to clean the kitchen i do do do, do, and i'd be up till midnight one o'clock and i'm like throughout the week do that. And it's amazing how much of a difference that makes. My problem is not the going to sleep because your problem is the going to sleep. You will stay Mm -hmm. up late. I, as you know, I'm like, ladies, it's 830. It's time for me to start getting to bed. My problem is waking up at two or three in the morning. And then it's like my body said, oh, you had a five hour nap. You are done. And I don't ever get back to sleep. Uh, And see, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, mine's always the falling asleep. And then like, and so that's why I do a thousand things. I'm like, I'm going to exhaust myself so much. I'm just going to pass out. And then I do. And then I have great sleep. But unfortunately it takes me to like one o'clock in the morning to exhaust myself. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, after the vagina question, this one's this one's less risque. This one's less risque. This This guy says that most women's clothing doesn't have pockets, and they're very bitter about it. Absolutely, Absolutely. yes. It's like who the hell in the clothing industry was like? She's a girl. Is it that because we carry purses? They're like, well, she doesn't need pockets. She's got a purse. I need pockets. I need pockets. Yes. My most favorite dress in the entire world that I own is simply because it has pockets. pockets and I may never put anything in those pockets, but I want the option. Yes. I saw a girl on TikTok and she was like, ladies, I have some advice for you. She's like, go buy yourself a pair of Levi's blah, 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 whatever number. She's like, look at this. And she puts her hands into the front pockets and I swear they went halfway down yep. to her knees. She's like, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Pockets. Not yeah. Half things that are just there for decoration. Yes. I want something I can put something in. Yes. A set of keys or, you know, whatever, some cash. Like half mm-hmm. the time, what was it? We just coming home from the volleyball game the other night. I had a my purse and Nick got it out of the car for me because I had a whole bunch of other stuff. And he's like, this is a borderline suitcase. Do you really need this big of a purse, Kelly? And yes. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually just bought, so Tony and I have been doing a lot of farm shows and stuff like that. I actually bought, so they make like their mini backpacks and their purses or whatever. So I bought one and it actually has like, I can charge our cell phones in it. I can put a charging cord in it and charge it. It's got a battery pack. Yeah. Nice. So I got it and Tony was like, what? And I was like, because when we're at those farm shows, not only do I have to keep 
all the normal stuff I would keep in my purse. But if you get a bottled water and you only half drink it, I need room for that. I need room for snacks. I need room for anything we grab. And I was like, my purse is just not big enough. And I was like, now I got this handy dandy backpack. Yes. I could throw it all in there. Yes. And if I had like some pants with some pockets, I could put even more stuff in there. Yes, absolutely. One of my best buys ever was my sister, Kendall. Shout out to Kendall. She sells 31 bags and she, they have a backpack that's got things on the side to hold your drinks. There's a front pocket. The The main compartment is huge. I can put like my iPad for work in there. I put my Kindle. I put snacks in there, my wallet. And then the back part of the backpack is in an insulated cooler. Mm-hmm. So I will put a, you know, freezer pack in there with two or three bottles of water, et cetera. And that's my like sports Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm going to a tournament and I'm going to be there for nine hours. And that's kind of why I got this one, yeah. too, because I was thinking, I was like, we're going to have so many sports. And like you said, this one has where I can put drinks on the outside. Yes. It's got container. It's like got it all. And I was just like, it's just, don't get me wrong. Like, if we're just going out for an evening for supper no, I'm not gonna or for take drinks, yeah. I just want like a small little bag to carry a few things in, like my wallet and stuff. But like when we're doing stuff like that, because so many times... I just took my little purse on these things and then there I am yeah. lugging around all this stuff Yes, and it's exhausting and your arms hurt and you're like, and then you just start, I just start throwing stuff in the trash because I'm like, <laughs> you don't really need this sweatshirt. We'll buy you a new one. Yes, no. yes I get Not it. Bad. I totally get it. But I paid $5 for this water, but I'm sick of carrying it. So <laughs> either chug it or it's going in the trash. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. I, yeah. I'm with you on yeah. it. Okay, next one. I'm not sure where, but somewhere on their bodies, they must grow hair bands. Or they have a secret hair band farm somewhere on their body. They multiply and end up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And see, I can never find them when I need them. (laughs) Well, I will put like 10 of them at one point around the the shift changer thing. What do you Mm -hmm. call that? You know, in the car. And then by the end of a season or whatever there's none there's yeah. none like yeah <laughs> i had a huge stack of them in my van for those reasons whatever yeah and the other night we were on our way to a ball game and i had my hair in braids and the i had like little rubber bands and it broke and i was like oh no oh. what am i gonna do and luckily like i was rummaging around and tony like opened the console and he goes oh my gosh what's in there and i go everything we need <laughs> And I was like, hopefully there's a hair band down there. And there was. <laughs> well, my thing is, is like at some point when I'm going to look for one, I can't find one. And yet, do you, okay, so this is on men, on the little boys specifically. Nerf bullets. Oh, my god! Those things are like barn cats. They freaking breed with themselves. You start with one, and then you pull a couch out from the wall to vacuum underneath it, and, and there's 27 of them. And I told my sisters one year, I'm like, I'm just to the point with Nerf gun bullets that I just throw them away. When I'm cleaning mm-hmm. and I find them, I just throw them away. And one of my... <laughs> Dirt bag Henri sisters bought Max like two packs of a thousand that next Christmas <laughs> and just sat there giggling and I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. Henry's old enough now he doesn't play with them much, but I still find them. We yes. Haven't, we haven't bought or played with a Nerf gun in our house in two years probably. And I still will be cleaning and randomly find them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where are these coming from? Yeah. Are, are like kids coming over and like throwing them on my floor? It's me. As I walk, I just kind of, I take them from my house, the ones that I find, and sprinkle them at your house. You're like Andy Dufresne off the Shawshank Redemption, sprinkling them out of the bottom of your pants. Yes. (laughs) I hate them so much. So, yeah. So, yeah, men cannot say anything about our Mm hairbands because you guys have those stupid Nerf bullets. Actually, 90% of the time, I usually have one on my wrist. Even if I have one in my hair, like my hair's pulled up or whatever. I always keep one on my wrist because it never fails. We go somewhere and Cora needs one or Josie needs one. And so I, I just always keep one on my wrist. And I usually keep it like on the same wrist as my watch. So then I don't even notice it. Yeah. So but yeah. I do not. I do not keep no, them. No, totally. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But yep. This next guy, he goes back to the he goes back to the the coldness of our <laughs> extremities. He says their extremities are made of ice. They <laughs> siphon heat and life during their summer. <laughs> they embrace you with their frozen limbs and steal your heat. They feed on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Well, absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? That's that's how we extract your soul. That's, that's us doing our dominance over you. Yes, We're like, yes. that's fine. You can be tougher. We're going to extract all your heat that's away from right. you. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to make you super uncomfortable. But yeah, so yeah. that one's kind of the same. Okay, this one I love. Okay, I thought maxi pads stuck to the skin. I didn't realize they stick to your underwear. What? I thought you slapped it on like a sticker. <laughs> what? This the person who put that in clearly never had sisters. I was just gonna say the same thing. Clearly, like, like why would you like? I, I'm not, I don't want to be vulgar. Be do it. it. Be but, vulgar. Do it. Okay. For the majority of women, there's hair down there. Why would you slap a sticker on that? Yeah. What kind of girls is this guy dating that he like, <laughs> like are married to? Like, I, say. I mean, it's already bad enough. But yeah. That would make it a thousand times worse. I just Surely want- not. That one can't be real. That one cannot be real. <laughs> that, this was guy was that. raised in a vacuum. Like, total nerd. No girl has ever talked to him before. He had no sisters. His mom left mm-hmm. him as a child. He was raised by his dad. Or wolves. And his dad told him, stay away from girls. They're, they'll steal your, steal your soul, you know, through their heat. And yeah, they're going to stick their cold feet on you. Clueless. And, yeah. Oh, oh, so, I do want to go back for just a second to the one about the the... The acidic vaginas and the underwear ruins their underwear. My thought, my very first thought when I read that, and I wasn't nervy enough to say it when I read that to you, was who keeps underwear long enough that it gets to that point? Like you're, you're how, you know, your underwear through your period gets ruined eventually from leakage, blah, 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 whatever, you know, and you end up having to throw it away. And so who... Who has underwear long enough that allows it to get <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just bought a brand new packet of underwear the other day from Walmart. <laughs> because I, and I, whenever I feel like it's starting to get dingy, I'm yes. like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So I agree. I, I don't, I don't personally wait for like holes or no. complete destruction. I'm just like, yeah, I've had those long enough. It's time to, <laughs> time to add some new ones to the mix yes. and rotate that out. Yes. But I could also see like, maybe like there's probably some less fortunate people that maybe, okay. it, maybe yeah. it gets that way. You're, okay. But still, I think that women are pretty aware of that and yeah. they're like yeah no i'm not gonna wear that yeah i yeah. mean like everybody knows it's no secret women have period underwear yeah. versus regular underwear right. and those are the ones where we have leaked through and it's left stains and we've done we've done all we can and we can't get the stains out so we're like well we'll just wear those because we don't want to ruin all our underwear yeah you know but so. still even your good ones eventually like because unless you're out. one of those lucky people that they're like, yes, my cycle every 28 days at one o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. my period starts. I, you know, you're, you just don't know. Sometimes. You don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you get like a feeling and you're like, oh, this, this is yes. about to happen. The yes. Lord, the Lord's work's about to happen here. <laughs> we need to hightail it to the bathroom. Absolutely. But yes. sometimes it just happens and you're in the middle of Walmart and you're like, well, we're well, just going to have to power through this <laughs> until we get home and it'll be what it'll be and and like that's the other thing like too like i don't think guys realize that like it hits with no rhyme or reason sometimes we may be in the middle of a volleyball tournament and suddenly it happens and so we're scrambling to okay what are we gonna do what are we gonna do you know and so we deal with it but even after that like (laughs) you can only do so much when you're at walmart or a volleyball tournament whatever exactly absolutely i'm with you there i am with you that's funny (laughs) This next guy says, I thought the hoodies were mine. (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My favorite thing in the entire world is, like, sometimes you just have this day where you're just like, bleh. 
And yes. I, I don't want to put on my stuff. I want something big and loose. And yeah. I will immediately go and grab one of Tony's t-shirts or his hoodies and put it on. Yeah. Because I'm just like, eh, my, my stuff's too tight. <laughs> Even though it's not. <clears throat> but I'm like, I just want something big and yeah. loose and comfortable to wear. Yeah. Colby is the biggest stealer of Nick's clothes mm-hmm. than me. And, and I'm okay with it. You know, she likes to wear athletic leggings or jeans. And she loves big, huge sweatshirts. And I'm okay with it because they, you know, hit farther below than you know, I'm. Let me say it this way: I'm just glad she's not not in love with the crop top sweatshirts mm-hmm. that are in style right now. Cora likes to wear my sweatshirts. Yeah, and I mean, I'm way bigger than she is, and they come down to her knees. And I'm just like, hey, I get it. You yeah, just want something big and comfy to wear, and I'm like, so she already has free reign to my closet. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> We're not even close to the same size, and she has free reign to my closet, and that's so. fine. That's totally fine. That's a good thing. And I'm also going to add, not only do we like stealing sweatshirts, but when we're pregnant, we're going to steal your comfy pants too (laughs) and your pajama pants because ours are too tight. And like my favorite thing was like, oh, I I just can't fit in anything, but I don't want to buy anything because I know it's not going to last. And so I'd be like, nah, I can wear a pair of Tony's pajama pants. I'll wear his sweatpants tonight. Yeah. I would totally steal them when I was pregnant all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The t-shirts. And they would be like, you're going to stretch that t-shirt out. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And then, yeah, absolutely. But by the ninth month, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like when you get married and she's carrying your baby, she gets rights to do whatever you she wants. That's right. You just go along with it. Yes, hundred percent. Yes. Do you want to stretch out my favorite T-shirt? Absolutely. Stretch that over your belly. Yes. (laughs) I'll never wear it again. That's fine. Go for it. Yes. (laughs) And I did. I did. There were several. There's, Tony still has a sweatshirt upstairs, and I wore it when I was pregnant with Josie, and it was my favorite sweatshirt, and he never, ever wears it because I stretched it out. <laughs> I, for the longest time after having kids, I had a Gap maternity cardigan that I just, I loved the length of it and everything, and I think when we moved to our new house four years ago, I finally was like, it's time to just get rid of this. You do not need to wear this anymore, Kelly. Your baby is is six years old. <laughs> so here's what I found. Like after my first kid, like I was determined to get out of those maternity pants. Yeah. I was like, no, I've, I've got to get back to pre-baby weight. Second one, kind of the same thing. By the time Josie came along, I was like, I'll wear maternity pants for the rest of my life yeah. because these things are so comfy. I don't care. Yeah. Judge me. I yeah. don't care. You want to you check? I'm like Joey off of Friends. <laughs> Look at this waistband. <laughs> There's an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond like that, too, of the dad, Frank. It's like Thanksgiving, and they're talking about how full they all are, and he's like, well, you need to get yourself a pair of these special pants that Marie gets me, and he pulls his shirt up, and there's the stretch maternity maternity panel. (laughs) And, like, when when you're pregnant, like, I always felt like they were uncomfortable somewhat, because for me, I was always a very large pregnant lady, so... They always felt super tight. But then, like, afterwards, I was like, heck, yeah, I'm going to wear these things. I can breathe in them. I'm not going to put something on that's going to give me a waistline. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah. I, with Colby, the first one, I don't think I wore maternity pants until I was, like, five months in. And even Mm -hmm. then, it was just the ones that had the little bit of elastic on the sides in the band. And then, you know, the second one, your body's like, you take the pregnancy test, and it comes out positive, and you're like, well, I better go put some maternity Eternity pants oh on the first one you're like oh no I yeah still, I was doing like the whole hair tie yes yeah so you could stretch it out but still wear your jeans or whatever and I even kind of did with Cora and literally like I peed on the stick with Josie and I was like <laughs> do I still have maternity clothes I'm like immediately we're putting yeah. them on your bo- uh, two lines <laughs> yes, okay yes, maternity yes, pants are on yes your body is like shows from like the six week mark instead of the six months month mark i remember when i was pregnant with josie which and it's proven the more kids you have the earlier you show yeah but like i was like only four months pregnant with her i looked like i was seven and a half months pregnant and i was like (laughs) my body's just like i remember this i remember what i'm supposed to do (laughs) we're gonna expand this way so yeah yeah okay next one it's a good one this their farts can sometimes roll up the front and it's apparently an incredibly weird and uncomfortable sensation. <laughs> <laughs> and 
there's don't, and that baffles me. But I mean, <laughs> true story, gentlemen. True story. Biologically, I get why. <laughs> but like, I'm like, oh, you don't experience that? Like, that happens. <laughs> there's lots of things with women's bodies that just don't make sense. But yeah, um, totally. Totally. Maybe that's the acid. <laughs> the what? The acid. Maybe that's what's destroying the underwear. Mm-hmm. Not the... <laughs> I always feel like this is going to be way too TMI. We may have to cut this out. But I always feel like those ones that do that are the ones you're really trying to hold in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. glad I'm not alone. But those no. are the ones where you're like, I'm in... Like, you've seen the videos where, like people will like walk out of the room and just like let one yes. or whatever. But when you can't do that and you're like, you're in a car, I just got to be real quiet about this. And I always feel like those are the ones that do that. And you're like, I was uncomfortable. Because you're clenching uh, your butt yes. cheeks so hard. And it's like, well, we're, if we can't go it's out that way, go out. it's going out the yeah. other way. <laughs> if our kids listen to this, they're going to be mortified. The same thing. Colby is just going to die. Somebody in school bring this up, but it's a true story. But the thing is though, like there's so many things like this that people don't talk about but it's yeah. like it it's just real life it's biological it yeah it just happens because <laughs> of, yeah biological it just happens <laughs> oh i think this is the last one this, oh gosh this is this is maybe that same guy from earlier who had the issue who with the maxi no pads he oh says gosh that vaginas aren't on the front but underneath <laughs> wonder what are they teaching kids in health class like seriously like what are they teaching them were you homeschooled sir were you homeschooled (laughs) (laughs) and your parents were like we're not having sex ed in the homeschool Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't know i don't i I don't know and maybe it's because i'm a girl but like i always perfectly understood male anatomy yeah (laughs) yeah i know i don't know i don't know (laughs) I don't know where to go with that one. I really don't like that one. That one kind of baffles me, but yeah, it, it's there. It's, it's there. there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's there. um. But hopefully you found that out at this point and figured a few things out <laughs> along the way. Uh, my older sister, when she had kids, she, she's like, I don't want to, I know people are like, use the correct terminology. She's like, I can't, I just can't. And so she would, she started calling them the front butt and the back oh butt. Oh my God. <laughs> You need to go to, you know, you know, go wipe your front butt or go wipe your back butt. And uh-huh. so, yeah, that's what we called them for years and years, front butt and back butt. So did we. <laughs> so did we. And I don't remember who started that. Like, we didn't, whenever I was growing up, my mom was very much about using all the proper terminology and then some to my embarrassment. But I'm trying to think now. It was whenever I first started babysitting somebody referred to it as a front butt and was a it my butt. kid because maybe i probably used it and with it was, my kids maybe it was with colby and so i've just always called it that like i'm always like oh nope that's your front butt that's your back butt and <laughs> that's just the way and like like i'm not afraid to use correct terminology no. by any means but in like i feel like i don't need to scream that across the room with 15 like yes you know, go clean your vagina yeah you know what I mean? yeah like, i, I agree like, eh. Let's go. That's your front butt or whatever. Yeah. You know, I agree. Yeah. I completely <laughs> agree. God. This is derailing very quickly. I thought you picked one that was G-rated. It's derailing nope. very quickly. Nope. Nope. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So this isn't on your Reddit, but I've read it on ones before. <laughs> if we hadn't done the vagina questions, I wouldn't have said this, but I'm going to. Guys don't notice this, but if you have long hair... When you're taking a shower, where do you sometimes find that long hair? In the butt crack. Yep. Yep. People don't talk about that. Yeah. People don't talk about that. Like, you're just there in the shower cleaning yourself, and then you're like, oh, but there's a whole bunch of long hair. <laughs> and it feels funny. It does. <laughs> it does. And I was taking a shower the other day, and I was like, I need to warn my daughters about this. Like, th- this is this happens, and it's okay because yeah. nobody had this conversation with me. No, but I had read it on like one of those Reddit things too, and I was like, "Yep, guys don't know that either." Yep, yep, it it, it goes everywhere. Not only is it in your beard and in your carpet and falling out everywhere yes. else, it's falling out all over us. It's too. in butt cracks. It is it's in, in butt, butt cracks, cracks. It's everywhere. <laughs> 
I'm so excited for this one to come out because people are going to be like, oh my gosh. They were going to keep it G-rated and they took it straight to no. mature adult. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, this is what you and I talk about. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're being unfiltered here. But here's my thing. Like, I think that more people probably have these conversations. Yes. Than you think. Yes. And and you should. Yes. <laughs> like, then you don't think you're weird. No, you know because I mean? otherwise you think you're the only one that has long hair. I mean, hairs the guy who thought the maxi places. pad got placed the other way, that's weird. That I'm is. Gonna that I'm gonna, yes. Have you seen the videos where, like, guys experiment with a tampon in a water bottle? And they're like blown away that that's what it does. And that it blows, how, how it expands and mm-hmm. then absorbs and then the water. I have it. seen that, yeah. yes. And I always wonder like, is that real? And then I'm like, if I was a guy though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand like the mechanics of a tampon and how it works, I guess well, the word it. And I think here's one for you that I remember having this conversation, I think with guys that I worked with at like a bar, you know, while we were on the road or whatever, is... I men think that women on their periods get rid of gallons of blood, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like two teaspoons over the course of five to seven days, and it they're like, feels it like. is, and I'm like, yes, it's like two teaspoons of blood yeah. total, and they're like, oh. some women get rid of gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Everybody's is different. Yes. Everybody's is different. But on average, yeah, it's like yeah, it's I think not two as teaspoons. Much and yeah. even as a a girl, you always feel like it's way much. Oh more. yes, you do. Yes, you always feel, and just judging by the evidence. Yes, <laughs> that's the best way to word that. <laughs> judging by the evidence, you're like, whoa, I'm dying today. <laughs> but if you really like, yeah, there's so much about the whole female body that, like, yeah, I feel like. There's probably a hundred more things on there that they have no clue. Well, maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah. Maybe we'll be thinking about this and we'll be like part two. Maybe we should we should put a call to action out there. Like put in the comments of a TikTok yeah. things that you learned that blow your mind about, about women. women. <laughs> and we should probably do vice versa for men. Yes. You know. I think so. I agree. Although I think women are pretty capable and we figured that stuff out pretty early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm just kidding. Yes. But yeah. So Anyways, well, well, this was good. It I was. It. I guess I'm glad. I was a little <laughs> it, nervous about it. It took me way over the uncomfortable line, but I think we handled it well. <laughs> I hope our listeners think so too. <laughs> our 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 uh, audience, our downloads will drop by like a thousand people. <laughs> They're like, I'm not listening <laughs> more. They're talking about vaginas and periods and hairing your ass crack. I'm out. <laughs> I'll name this one something like it. The one where they talk about periods and hair in the ass cracks. <laughs> and you know there's going to be those ones who are like, oh. Oh, finally. Not they, a book club yeah. podcast. <laughs> We're sick of childhood memories in book club. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Tell us the real dirt. <laughs> We're talking about periods and butt cracks. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, but, well, thank you guys for tuning in, and we hope you check us out next time. Good night.